Hello, welcome to Tay2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Never Grow Up from Speak Now. And today, we are discussing the song New Romantics from 1989 Deluxe Edition. Woo woo! Because we don't have Taylor's version yet. Sad. Sad. New Romantics is the 16th track on the Deluxe Edition of 1989. 1989 was released on October 27, 2014, and this song was co-written by our guys, Max (laughs) Martin and Shellback. Our guys. New Romantics has been played live by Taylor 87 times. Mm. 85 of them were played on her 1989 world tour, and the other two, I think, were promo things before the tour. Yes, I saw that. Yes. New Romantics was released as a single on February 23rd, 2016, and peaked at 46 on the Billboard Hot 100. Mm. She also released a music video on April 6, 2016, to commemorate the end of the 1989 World Tour. Ah, uh, yes. It's, yes. A, it's a cute little music video. Yeah, we have a part we'll discuss a yeah. little more. Yeah, it's, yeah, we'll discuss more later. So, Devin, mm. what do you think about New Romantics? Okay, hot take, everybody. I have to say, I think there are way better songs on this album. I mean, uh, I think people agree with you. I don't. Well, I do and don't. Oh. But. That's not a hot take? Well, it's a deluxe track, so it wasn't even technically on the Mm, album. Fair. But it is a beloved song by fans, so maybe it's a hot take. Continue. Potentially a hot take. Uh, This is definitely not one of my favorite Taylor bops. Ow. Yeah, I know. That being said, that being said, there are some fun and groovy parts to this song. I like the synths at the beginning that foreshadow the bridge's melody. Mm. Yeah, so fun. And then that motif kind of goes throughout the entire song. So even in the chorus... You can hear it mm-hmm. uh, in the background. It's pretty great. I love the ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Like, so that's, that's super fun. So good. And the chorus, very fun. I like the line, we're too busy dancing to get knocked off our feet. Amazing. Great line. I, I relate to that a lot. I like the bridge a lot. I like how when she slows down in her bridges and really become, especially in her boppy songs, when she slows down and, and she, please take my hand. <laughs> it's uh, it's very nice. She sounds really good on that. And I love how she says, it's so romantic. Yeah. <laughs> she sounds so good there. I Yes, I'm just a little confused by a couple of lines in this song, and you might be able to help me out here, okay? okay? All right, so baby, we're the new romantics. Come on, come along with me. Now, who is we in the we're the new romantics? I think it's like her and her friends. Her and her friends. And like her generation, like young people in their 20s right okay, now. Okay, so, so we is like young people just like out and about. Living like, our Living lives. their lives, yeah. okay. And then she says, heartbreak is the national anthem. And... I don't know. When you're a romantic, aren't you seeing the positives in relationships? The rom- the romantics and the new romantics, I'll talk about this in Gossip Gab, okay. references a time, an era oh. that she's referencing. Okay. So it's not really necessarily being a romantic, but it's also the idea like, oh, hey, we're the new romantics. We've been heartbroken and we're okay and we mm. can get through it. We just need to live our lives. Okay. It's kind of what it means. Okay. Like, heartbreak is the national anthem. We've all been through heartbreak. Let's live our lives, is how I take it. Okay. So, they're new romantics, so they're changing the definition of romantic? 
Sure. It's like a direct reference to an era in music, but if you take like the actual well, the words, roman- sure. the, ro- the romantic period in, in music and in art, I, I know about that. Yeah, but then there was also a new romantic period in the 80s. In, oh, like 1980s. Yeah. Oh, yes. okay, cool. So, so it's referencing that. Okay. That directly referencing Yeah, okay, so you're going to understand it a little more when I explain that in Okay, Kastika. didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Because when I think of romantic, I think of, like, positivity and, you know, and thinking about all the beautiful, wonderful things about about life. Like, I'm a romantic. I see things through rose, rose-colored glasses. You yeah, know? but even if you think about this idea, because the song's kind of tongue-in-cheek in a way where she's just, like flirty and fun mm-hmm. where it's like we're the new romantics like we're just having fun this is our life we see this the world in that way that you're saying but like we don't need to be tied down interesting okay so then the best people in life are free mm-hmm. has always irked me because free from what and i know that you're you're saying that like they're not they're not tied down they're like hanging out and whatever so the best people in life are free not in relationships not I don't know. I like free to do as they please, free to do they, what they want, independent, mm. able to live their lives the way they want to. Mm-hmm. Because nothing is free, you know? Like, I was thinking about, like, in terms of relationships, and even if they're singing that, you know, Heartbreak is National Anthem, and that in that we, you know, we're too busy dancing to get knocked off our feet, like, we're doing all of these fun th- things and everything, but, like, the best people in life are free, I think it's, like, free to be yourself. Okay. Like, free to express yourself. Okay. And that also connects to this idea of new romanticism. That we'll get to. Okay. Do you want me to just talk about it <laughs> no, now? no, no, no. We'll get to it. We'll get to it in, in, in that. Okay. And, and I think so. So, ultimately, like, it, it's just a little convoluted for a non-Swifty to, or, like, a person who doesn't know about, like, that er- that period of time. Yeah, like, but a you lot know. of people don't know that. I'm sure when I talk about this, people won't know about it. I think it's just kind of, like, this, like, idea. Like, I take it as this, like fun-loving anthem, like, live your life, be who you want to be. So you I'm don't need to be tied down. Yeah, you're taking it like, way too I'm literally. Taking it Especially way for, too like, literally. such a, like, boppy bop. Mm, and it doesn't even really feel like a bop to me. Well, you're wrong. Oh, I, I guess so. But, I like, it doesn't wrong. feel like a real bop to me. Oh, you're killing you know? me. I never knew these thoughts that you had on... About new romantics? Yeah, it's, like, one of my favorite songs. Yeah, I know it is. Ooh. I know, that's why this is a hot take yeah, for, it is. for me to yeah. you. So I just feel like it's, you know... A little unpolished and like I feel like I'm left out of the punchline. You know, like I just don't get it. Interesting. Well, a- gonna... until until I guess we have to have a whole you know conversation about from gossip gab to let me know how. Yeah, but I'm also going to talk about what I how I, what it makes me feel. Okay. Like. So right. I feel like maybe that might help you too. Help me as well. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 All right. So Gab, what do you think <laughs> about new romantics? Well, like I completely disagree. <laughs> I think new romantics is the ultimate bop. I actually think it's Taylor's best dance song. And it kind of kills me that you don't feel that wow, way. Wow, you think it's her best dance song? Yes. Wow. Like for, and like for the masses. Like for me, my favorite song to dance to is Paper Rings because I like how fast it is and I do that goofy The goofy kicks. Foot kick. Right, right, right. But <laughs> I think that like for like if you're in like a club, this is her best dance song. I disagree, respectfully. Mm. Well, that's how I feel. And I think a lot of people will agree. <laughs> okay. But, I, you know, I've said it before. I love this song. I think it's in my top 25. I really just love young and carefree Taylor living her life in New York City like that vibe mm-hmm. to it. She's so fun. She's flirty. She's delivering the lyrics in this tongue-in-cheek way. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's, you know, really like if you watch like the video flirting with the camera and like finally being a young person mm-hmm. living her life. I like the 80s 
synth beats. I think they're fantastic. I think they're what makes the song such a fun dance number. The way, like, she's, like, doing the verse, and then it's like, ah, 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 and then it's like, dance number, like, pops up. I love it. Also, I think the lyrics are just really good for such a pop of a song. Hmm. And I just, I absolutely love the chorus. Baby, we're the new romantics. Come on, come along with me. Heartbreak is the national anthem. We sing it proudly. We're too busy dancing to get knocked off our feet. Baby, we're the new romantics. The best people in life are free. So for me, this is like instantly iconic for anyone out there living their like single life. I don't know. I just think it's like this anthem to like live your best life no matter what or who tries to bring you down. Mm. So, you know, like free from worries, free from stress, free from anything that's trying to keep you from being who you are. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But heartbreak isn't free. Like heartbreak isn't, you know, like if, if, if heartbreak is, is what they're singing constantly, like that isn't fun, right? Like heartbreak's not fun. Well, it says, no, it says heartbreak is the national anthem. So it's like, look, we've all been through this. I'm in this group of friends. We've all gone through heartbreak. We can hold each other together. Like it's not just me and like we can get through it and have fun through it. Mm. Okay. That's how I take it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I feel like this is the really only period in Taylor's life where she was able to like live this like young single going out life. Right. Because then the Taylor is over party happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a very, very short cut, like two year period of Taylor's life where she was like really like going, going out and to having like fun. the Victoria's Secret, you know, fashion shows and yeah. like doing all this stuff with yeah. her with her friends. Yeah. yeah. And she was her squads. Yeah. And she was definitely like struggling at this time, as we heard about in like the Miss Americana documentary. Yeah. But like I think this song is just like she was getting to finally be a young person. Yeah. And like go out, which she hadn't ever gotten to do in her life because she had this squeakily clean persona. Right. So, Devin, mm-hmm. do you relate to this song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I relate to the, you know, single New York vibe, you know, and I was unemployed for a long time and just kind of going around being a crazy 20-something. And, I mean, not really crazy because I'm me and <laughs> I didn't do anything too, too wild. Yeah. But it was definitely a time like where you didn't mind not knowing what was going on. And mm-hmm. there was some something liberating about that. Mm-hmm. And just being able to do kind of whatever, you know, and, and not really worry about it. Mm-hmm. You, you, I mean, I, I wasn't married. Like, I didn't have a house. I didn't have yeah, any like, responsibilities. Yeah, exactly. So that line, you know, I'm too busy dancing to get knocked off our feet is like... A, great one too because i mean i just love having a great time dancing and singing with my friends and family and also like it's the time to forget about your troubles too yeah i mean so that's super relatable as well as that when you're dancing and everything you you are not thinking about all of the struggles that you have to go back to the next day or whatever and or what have you Mm -hmm. so definitely relatable gab do you relate to this song (laughs) New Romantics always makes me also think of being young and living in New York City. That's like exactly where I was in life when it came out, Mm -hmm. too. I had just graduated college. I had gone through a breakup and I had moved to my first apartment in New York. And like being in New York, it's just like possibilities, things to do, people to meet in the city seem just like so exciting and endless. Like all the possibilities are there, Mm. especially when you first move there. It's just like 
you could do anything on any night of the week if you wanted to. Yeah. And so I just felt like this song was like my anthem at the time it came out. And like I was like living my life in New York as Taylor was and it just felt like right. Mm. And we were single at the same time. (laughs) Um, And then I also think the lyric, we wait for trains that just aren't coming, Mm -hmm. is the most New York City lyric Taylor has ever written. (laughs) Even if it wasn't meant literally. I just, you know, I've waited for so many subways that just weren't coming in my New York City days. That's that's so real. (laughs) Yeah. So that's just like what it brings me back to just like meeting new people like I was like working and also doing a show where I met like you know like 20 new people and like just like kind of like meeting the people's friends and yeah it was just a different time I went out a lot more I was yeah. younger yeah didn't need as much sleep we didn't we didn't get wasted from one glass of wine yeah. <laughs> there were like you know late nights coming home and things like that yeah. like that's not the case anymore. (laughs) So it definitely makes me think of a very specific time in my life as well. Yeah, we're super old. Yeah. As we mentioned earlier, the music video for New Romantics commemorates the end of the 1989 tour with tour footage seen throughout and some voiceover about what the tour meant to Taylor. It's a super fun recap and a look into some backstage moments on the tour. And like this sum up type video was something that Taylor had previously done Mm -hmm. when she released a final album single and like she kind of summed up the tour with the music video for that single yeah so it makes sense that this was the case but I really wish that the music video had maybe followed more of like a 22 vibe of like Taylor out having fun with friends yeah you know that would have been cool yeah or even like end game vibe yeah because when I looked on our sheet that said that there was a music video for it I was like no there's not and yeah. then there like is yeah. but it's not really well and it was also weird for those of us who like got the deluxe edition is that we had known this song for years had seen Taylor perform it and then it's released as a single at the right. end of the tour right and it's so and like then some people are discovering it and you're like yeah that's not a new like, song not a new song <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think the video was first released as like um like promotional single material only on Apple Music when that oh. was like streaming where you could only get it by being exclusive there cuz remember Taylor wasn't on Spotify. So I think it was like bonus content kind of like for that reason. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's it's fun to watch, but it's not like a music video that I like return to a lot. Yeah. I'd rather watch her perform this song. Yeah. Yeah. Her voiceover is really interesting too because she's just so freaking eloquent and just her speaking voice is even more i think more pleasing to the ear than her singing voice Mm -hmm. it's so wild when she speaks it's so good it's so good like i don't even really know how to go further than that it's like her speaking voice is melodic yes yeah yeah and she just she enraptures you oh in in her speeches yeah Totally agree. That's why so, seeing her live is like, like just, so exciting. Uh, yeah. So good. Well, now we get to the segment of Gossip. Ready to enlighten you. Cool. New Romantics is about Taylor taking all the media criticism and obsession with her dating life and casting it off, enjoying her single New York life. Hmm. So the lyric, baby, I can build a castle out of all the bricks they threw at me. Every day is like a battle, but every night with us is like a dream. Hmm. Which I think is a great li- lyric. I really love that. And just the idea of like a castle, it's kind of self-referential about her like fairy tale days. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, now they're like trying to tear me down, but I could build a castle from all those bricks. And the same idea is, oh, you're trying to tear me down. Mm-hmm. Here's this song that's going to do well. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to read more, but it's kind of like, 
it's precursor reputation vibes before the stuff that really spurned reputation happened. happened. Right. In September 2014, Taylor told Rolling Stone, I feel like watching my dating life has become a bit of a national pastime, and I'm just not comfortable providing that kind of entertainment anymore. I don't like seeing slideshows of guys I've apparently dated. I don't like giving comedians the opportunity to make jokes about me at award shows. I don't like it when headlines read, careful bro, she'll write a song about you, because it trivializes my work. And most of all, I don't like how all these factors add up to build the pressure so high in a new relationship that it gets snuffed out before it even has a chance to start. And so, I just don't date. Mm. Yeah, and just like that pressure of it and like we've all heard that even still that joke is still made yeah i know it's so stupid especially anytime like you and i will like even say like oh we do a taylor swift podcast people will be like oh Oh, who's who's she she dating dating now and it's like actually she's been with someone for five years so yeah (laughs) but yeah it was just like an ongoing refrain every article's written about it like there's still things talked about it written about it all like the slideshows and it's uncomfortable and if that's all she's ever like asked about like her work wasn't just that yeah. And that's what she kind of became trivialized down to. So she was already rebelling against those ideas. Yeah. Also, what's interesting here, too, seeing her use the word national pastime, too. Heartbreak is the national anthem. Like, I guess also, like, mm. everyone's always talking about how she's heartbroken. Or guys, she can't keep guys. Mm. Like, she, she, oh, Taylor Swift always has a new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, So I think that might be kind of part of and it, And they too. always sing the national anthem at baseball games, all of that stuff. Which is another national pastime. Mm-hmm. So the correlation and metaphor there. Yeah, I guess. But also just the idea of the anthem is something that brings us all together and heartbreak. Taylor explained her attitude towards dating and relationships further during an interview with Cosmopolitan. People will say, let me set you up with someone. And I'm just sitting there saying, that's not what I'm doing. I'm not lonely. I'm not looking. They just don't get it. I've learned that just because someone is cute and wants to date you, that's not a reason to sacrifice your independence and allow everyone to say whatever they want about you. I'm not doing that anymore. It takes someone really special for me to undergo the circumstances I have to go through to experience a date. Yeah. So it's kind of that idea, too. Because she, like, she's not free in that sense. She's, like, to give up her independence. Like, everyone's always talking about her and her relationships. And I think it just goes to show, I mean, after this, she will go on um, to date Calvin Harris, which was more of a public relationship. Relationship, but the building blocks are all here that led to her private relationship yes. with Joe. Then the lyric, we show off our different scarlet letters, trust me mine is better. This lyric, of course, references Nathaniel Hawthorne's classic novel, The Scarlet Letter, in which the main character, Hester Prynne, is marked with a scarlet A for adulterer. The idea of a scarlet letter in pop culture lexicon has kind of expanded to represent something like marked as bad or outsider. So here Taylor is referencing um, her and most likely some of her famous friends' images as told by the media. She's basically saying, like, if this is what they make us out to be, then I'm embracing it. Mm -hmm. You know, trust me, mine is better. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't even know the half of it, basically. Also notable, Nathaniel Hawthorne was part of the American Romanticism movement in writing. Hmm. So now here we go. New Romanticism was a pop culture movement in the United Kingdom during the early 80s in which people of all genders wore makeup and dressed in colorful, flamboyant clothes. Hmm. The music of this time was also known for being like synth and drum machine heavy. Hmm. This song sound resembles that new wave music and that new and romantic acts perform. So she hmm. kind of modeled this after that idea. So like the most famous new romantic is Boy George. Hmm. Yeah, so it's this idea, too, kind of like you can be whoever you want to be, dress however you want. It's almost like a precursor to you need to come down as well. Okay. And I also think that, like, a lot of people, like, in the gay community really also, like, 
grabbed onto this song too. And like the best people in life are free, like free to love who you want as mm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and free to be who you want, free to be out, things like that. That's been like a read on the song I've seen as well. Okay. Because this idea of like new romanticism where it's like you go out dressed, sing music, whatever, however you want. Like don't like stay in categories, blur all the lines kind of. Mm, yeah. Cool. Taylor told Rolling Stone that she set out to make blatant pop music for 1989 that was heavily influenced by the 80s. It was a very experimental time in pop music, Taylor said of the decade. People realized songs didn't have to be the standard drums, guitar, bass, whatever. We can make a song with synths and a drum pad. We can do group vocals the entire song. We can do so many different things. And I think what you saw happening with music was also happening in our culture, where people were just wearing whatever crazy colors they wanted to, because why not? There just seemed to be this energy about endless opportunities, endless possibilities, endless ways you could live your life. And so with this record, I thought, there are no rules to this. I don't need to use the same musicians I've used, or the same Mm. band, or the same producers, or same formula. I can make whatever record I want. Mm. So it's like that's freedom for Taylor. Mm. It's like creative freedom mm-hmm. to be whoever she wants, to write whatever she wants. Like this change from her red, even though it wasn't as country as the last, but her country days into full pop doing something so different. It was a risk for her, but it, she was very empowered in being able to say, this is what I want to do in my career creatively. Let me do it. Mm. So I, th- I think that's also an idea of like the whole new romantics and best people in life are free. She felt free to be and do what she wanted to for the first time, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool. Like, this was, like, the, I feel like, height of her era. I think she's yeah. huge Nine. now, too. But, like, this was her most mainstream. People who hadn't yep. listened to Taylor before all knew her. Yeah, 1989 right. was when bros started getting into Taylor Exactly. <laughs> like, biggest commercial success, maybe. Yeah. Even if that's not exactly true yeah. anymore. Yeah. So, like, just thinking about that idea, too, where there's, like, the tide is shifting, where she's more in control and in power than those who've been trying to control her her image so she can kind of take more control over that than she has mm. so i feel like that also goes with the freedom part does that kind of answer yeah some of the things you're thinking about yeah for sure it makes sense that she wrote this song at like to counteract the pop culture you know attacks on her mm-hmm. and i mean she had gone through so much during this time and to be able to create this album without the restrictions that she previously had with like fearless and and red and speak now of like this is who you're supposed to be like you're in this box this is who you are and to be able to say no that's not the case Mm -hmm. i want to just explode and become something different yeah and because that's not all that is in me like there's also this you know yeah i i also think that like maybe if she were somebody else that wouldn't have been an issue with with their with people telling her that she couldn't yeah. do that yeah. you know i mean the beatles took yeah. took their music and changed with the times and that's how they stayed relevant mm-hmm. you know and it's like if or, you or they changed the direction of music by what they were by doing by what they were doing yeah right i think it's album 2 was just a way for taylor to say like i can do this too yeah. and i can do this better than a lot of people yeah and that's free as well yeah. like like that allows freedom for her Absolutely. In 2019, Rolling Stone included New Romantics on their list of the 100 best songs of the 2010s. Wild. 
And Rob Sheffield, who's a known Swifty at the magazine, he, he loves, loves Taylor. He said that Taylor making New Romantics just a bonus track was one of Pop's greatest crimes. That is wild. I know. So that's the read. I mean, that's, that's heavy praise. It was his second favorite song of 2014 as well. Rob Sheffield specifically. If you guys haven't read any of his stuff, it, wow. it's fun to go back and read. I don't always agree with like his rankings and stuff, but he's such a fan and that's also really cool. Yeah. That is wild one of the 100 best songs of the entire decade yes okay a lot of people like it (laughs) no yeah totally i mean that yeah i think she has way boppier bops i think this is her ultimate bop okay it's okay we have to we might have to we might have to do uh what are taylor's biggest bops or yeah either ask that or is this her boppiest bop and just yes or no yeah, but that leaves so much room for I mean, yeah. people like who maybe their favorite is something else, you know? We'll we'll find out from from the comments and yeah. we'll figure it out. Is Let us this know. is this the boppiest of Taylor's bops? Definitely top three. I, I disagree. Okay. <laughs> Devin, what's your favorite line in New Romantics? I like we play dumb, but we know exactly what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And okay, so when I was listening to him, when I was listening to the lyrics and and reading along on the lyrics and everything, and knowing that this was a response to everybody just being all up in her business, again, she loves to do these like juxtapositions of like of like I they they see us one way, but we're also this way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we play dumb because like you know oh we're you know young and stupid. But we know exactly what we're doing. We're calculating and we know exactly what we're doing. And then she has a couple of other juxtapositions here in this song as well. Yeah. And that's a big reoccurring theme with Taylor is that she knows that she will always be wrong in the media. Mm. Like, like no matter what she does yeah. it's like i can i can be really nice but then like oh you don't try hard enough or like or it's like you know, oh like it's like oh she's fake exactly yeah and so those lines there in the verses are very telling as well of like what this song is about and how she was feeling writing writing it yeah and like she talks about that also in like miss americana that yeah. idea like oh i date too much okay i'm not gonna date it at all mm-hmm. oh i'm like flaunting my friends like she you know she like goes through that whole yeah list she just of, can't win all the criticisms yeah yeah but we played dumb but we know exactly what we're doing is also like such a thing in, in the beginning of relationships too mm-hmm. it's just like oh i mean sure i'd love to see you again sure or like yeah. you know just ridiculous <laughs> or like um i don't know I, I don't really like fried pickles maybe we could have french fries <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. What are what are fried pickles? French fries? <laughs> you know? So that I like that line a lot. And also I couldn't pick we're too busy dancing to get knocked off our feet because really I've said it like twenty and times. It's so right? good. But that one's so good. I also really like this line too, because you know, Taylor always like tells on herself in her songs. Yeah. Like we knew it, but like Taylor always knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think always. that and she's always uh, like a few steps ahead of us, and I think that that's I think she's a few really, years ahead. Yeah, of us. always. I know, really. Yeah, some of these Easter eggs that are coming out for midnights that people are like, "How'd we miss that?" I'm like, "Were those Easter eggs not like I they're don't know. so crazy?" Yeah, um, what's your favorite line? My favorite line, and I just love the way she delivers it. Mm-hmm. The rumors are terrible and cruel, but honey, most of them are true. Mm-hmm. As she's saying it, she gives this flirty little look, mm. and it's just. So good. It's a fantastic line. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really a precursor to, I swear I don't love the drama. Mm-hmm. It loves me. Yep. You know, it's that same, same idea. 
it's that same theme of like a lot of this album and with blank space and two like okay is this who you think i am sure it is winky face yeah yeah i just i love it i think there's a lot of like fun lyrical gems in this song Okay, Devin, uh-huh. I'm scared of this. <laughs> From one to ten scarlet letters, what do you give new romantics? It's okay, you can be honest. We're oh, all I, friends I will, here. I will be honest. After Gossip Gab, I get it a little bit more. Okay. You know, I still just like, I don't know. So I think I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stab through my heart. I had yeah. no idea Devin felt this way, you guys. Yeah, I think I'm going to give new romantics a four. I just, like, it's not a skip, but it's like, do I listen to it? When did you first hear this song? When did I first hear it? Yeah, when, like, did you have the deluxe version? When the version? album came out. Did yeah. you have the deluxe version? Um, I had the I had a couple of songs from iTunes. Mm. So whatever my brother played for me, I don't know if he had the deluxe edition or not. Yeah, because I wonder, like, if you had heard this song when you were in your single <laughs> and free days, mm-hmm. if you would have felt differently about it. I mean, this song was out and about. Like, I, yeah. I heard it, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it's fair. Okay. Ken, like, I just, I don't know, I just don't gravitate towards it. I think she's written much better songs. Well, I agree with that. And much better bops. Ugh, you're killing me. So, four for me. And even Max Martin and Shellback have worked on better songs with her as, as we have gone through this alphabet. Hmm. So, wow. Gab from 1 to 10 Scarlet Letters, what do you give this, this song? This might be your biggest gap yet. <laughs> no. I think so. I still think the Beautiful Ghosts. No, is I only biggest. gave Beautiful Ghosts the six. Oh. <laughs> you give it what? Two? Yeah. It's not that big up. This gap is going to be bigger than that. Oh. I love this song, so I give New Romantics 10 Scarlet Letters. I, I do. I feel this song deeply. Maybe it's just because I was in that exact same phase of life Taylor was in. So you got like some nostalgia there. Yeah, and I feel it. And even every time I hear it, it just gives me this like good vibes, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah, like be yourself. Be who you want to be. Have fun. Live your life. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, nostalgic vibes for sure. Yeah. But it's also a great dance pop. <laughs> I stand by it. But yeah. Ten. The the combination of the verses to the so the chorus is very boppy. Yeah. Chorus is very boppy. So you don't like the, the it's like the driving slow of the, the verse. The ver- it's like And then it slows I down. Am about to play my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so like if that's yeah. what the groove was the whole time, that'd be cool. A, a couple of these songs on 1989 do that. They're not like full on bops, you know? Yeah. It's not like the. But I feel like Message in a Bottle is the same way, where it's like the verse is kind of slower and then it goes. Nah, nah, nah. But, but Message in a Bottle has like the same driving beat through the whole thing. Story of Us has the same. <laughs> <laughs> has the same. Okay, we all know Story beat of Us is going your through favorite the thing. <laughs> okay, well, it looks like eventually we're going to have to have a battle of the bops. Listen along with us. Check us out on Instagram at Tata Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Hmm. Are you more in Devin's camp or mine? I don't think, I think they're going to be more in your camp. Is New Romantic a boppy bop? <laughs> Is it the boppiest of bops? Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll need to put a question mark box in being like, yeah. what are your favorite Taylor bops? And like, we'll put what them against are each the other. Bops? Even if we haven't covered them. Yeah. I feel like that might be. That's good. I'm going to have to figure out the parameters for what a bop is. Well, I think that that's very subjective. I guess. 
Clearly, if I think this is the boppiest bop and you don't. So Clearly. let us know, you guys. We're dying to know. And remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Also, a heads up, we might be soon featuring some ads in our episodes in the middle. So that might be coming down the pike. So don't be alarmed if you hear an ad for the first time. But it's a good thing. So we're just going to let you guys know that might be coming soon. Well, next episode, we'll be covering... New Year's Day from Reputation. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.